Welcome to Impact Creators, a podcast where we connect, explore and learn by interacting with inspiring individuals from various walks of life. Happy listening. On today's podcast, we have Mr. Swaroop who is an avid reader, a certified coach and an HR professional. In this podcast, we talk about his vision of unlocking human potential, learning from his early days of life and from his experience of being in multiple leadership positions. Also we discuss a lot on identifying individual purposes, methods he uses to learn continuously, and how we can think and live a better life by tweaking our habits. Thanks a lot for joining me on this podcast. My pleasure. Swaroop, I know that you are a believer of unlocking human potential. Can you tell us more about that? Yeah, it's a uh... it's it's a coincidental thing that uh i have taken this journey but uh yes it's 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 partly conscious and it's also partly accidental mm-hmm. so uh i i want to uh, share with you uh an instance from my life adilip this was uh, probably when i was 18 19 year old when i first uh, uh when i first went to an event and i realized that there's an opportunity to volunteer as a scribe for uh, children who are blind so i uh, i visited a particular place i did some volunteering work and then i entered a school which happens to be for blind children uh, so when i entered that school i was really really uh, moved with the kind of commitment all these children uh, with which they were living their life uh, if it means just washing their clothes or uh, packing their luggage just moving around and uh, i have never met a blind person until then while i know that there are a lot of people who are blind but experiencing that environment was completely different so until then i used to have my own ways of excuses and cribbing and kind of uh, complaining about many things in life but uh, i think that was the moment that i realized that okay um, with with so much of limitation they are able to live their life very happily very comfortably of course there is some support being provided by some organizations but end of the day they are on their own then i have uh, been fascinated with the ability each one of us i feel that we have immense potential and uh, it's just it's just about trying to be better than yesterday and that's that that really took me this uh, uh, took me to this path that firstly i need to do it for myself and then probably i can uh, try and see if i can help people around and uh, individuals at first and probably small teams organizations so that's that's essentially what i believe and uh, uh, as you rightly said human potential is uh, from my understanding is immense each of us uh, can do quite a lot of things if we really want to do it's just that whether we want to do it or not is a big question i was not ready until some time back and i am still not ready to many things in my life on a day to day basis but i keep reminding myself that no i should not stop here and i can do much more it 
it's inspiring to see that one incident changed the way you think. Could you walk us through your journey of unlocking your potential as an individual? Yeah, so um to start with I've been a I've been uh, I can say an average student or slightly above average student in my schooling and I come from a small town called Nellore. Uh, it's mm-hmm. in the southern part of the country in India. It's, it's part of Andhra Pradesh. I've lived there for about 16-17 years where I did uh, until my uh, 11th and 12th uh, schooling. Uh, I've I've tried to get exposed to maths, physics and chemistry which continues to fascinate me even to this date. But um, mm-hmm. I I took the path just out of um, uh, routine and a kind of a standard template provided to me by my elders, parents, uh, seniors, uh, my brother, all of them. I was slightly inclined to get into uh, biology and uh, medicine, but uh, for some reason, I could not take that path. Uh, no regrets. I felt glad to have chosen maths, physics, and chemistry, and I. then pursued engineering uh, for the first time in my life i moved out of my hometown away from my home away from my parents uh, it, it it was great uh, it was a great uh, it was a great change in the way i have looked at myself and over a period of time i realized that was the best decision that i had taken and thanks to my brother who pushed me but i was uh, i was i was equally open at that point of time so uh, when i when i when i moved to a large city like hyderabad which was the capital the then capital of the andhra pradesh state which is now bifurcated which is a different thing but uh, when i moved there i ex- i started experiencing people who come from different walks of life who are uh, who probably have much higher financial status than mine or probably who sometimes some of them do not have that much financial status as of mine but um, i was just moved by the uh, intensity and passion with which each of them tried to approach their education and and a lot of them inspired me throughout my engineering one of them uh, who went on to pursue his masters in iit and then there are a lot of people who went outside india for their masters in one of the, some of the premier institutes in the us uh, and the europe and also there are a lot of people who went to uh, higher education within india like an indian institute of management ahmedabad bangalore calcutta all of these so um, when i look that aspect of my life that probably i was able to surround myself with those people who had vision in life there were a lot of people uh, who also uh, did something different not just traditional education uh, one of my classmate went on to compose music and some animation for which he was also nom- nominated for oscar there's also a friend of mine oh. whom we used to live uh, he 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 was he was into cricket and he went on to play for uh, uh, play for uh, india at at a particular category uh, in the international cricket and also he played for the all stars cricket match with uh, sachin tendulkar and shane wan and there are a lot of people who also went on to create some business they are into their uh, family owned businesses industrialists uh, all of that so there uh, i've been lucky to be able to meet them uh, do am i am i continue am i continue to maintain that relationship probably not but i think uh, it's just a phase that i had to live through and that phase had enough impact on me to be able to have my own ambitions my own career path 
that I could uniquely look for and craft for myself. So there, from there on, I uh, went on to uh, uh, continue to identify what is that is chal challenging me. I, I thought uh, Infosys was a big organization that could give me uh, wings to fly further, which is how it has happened. And I could change jobs within Infosys that gave me a larger exposure uh, to an organizational setup. And I knew that I was keen to do something in the space of people and uh, business, which is where human resources as a domain uh, kind of caught my fancy. Then I went on to pursue my master's uh, from XLRI Jamshedpur, uh, which was again uh, partly accident, partly intentional, because uh, I knew that I was keen to do there, but uh, keen to do an MBA from some of these premier institutes. And I was also, for some reason, keen to continue to stay in India because there were um, there were these challenges like exams, which uh, so appeared to be very tough at that point of time. I didn't want to drop attempting them and look for something which uh, apparently sounded easy at that point of view, like going outside India. I just thought of, because I've taken this challenge, I should crack it and find out if I can do it or not. And that's where uh, I could get an admission from XLRI Jamshedpur after one or two failures. So I went there, two years of rigorous uh, education, uh, which itself was very challenging for me because I also had a big culture shock and uh, the environment was very tough and the timings and the uh, assignments were very, uh, very stringent uh, with uh, very harsh expectations to be able to not sleep or reduce your sleep, which was very challenging for me. And I still feel that uh, there is a better way to live life and there's a better way to study and uh, uh, kind of approach our education, which is something, some of the thoughts that I have on the education system. But uh, nevertheless, it's a great exposure. I could I could catapult myself further to a different plateau. And uh, currently, I'm working with a large multinational organization uh, responsible, uh, responsible for very big uh, assignments that I am currently uh, involved in. So that's that's a that's a that's in a nutshell about my journey, Dilip. How was your journey entering a leadership role at a pretty early stage of your career, and what are your yeah, key so learnings? One of the major challenge for me was that um, I, I've I've had education of an engineer, and uh, probably um, almost everyone in my circle uh, with that experience and in that age bracket have been just doing a small role as a project. Uh, project associate or uh, project engineer working on something specific but uh, when I when I changed job and when I started working with some of the senior leaders in this space uh, what I had to undergo was to be able to think at a very high level probably 35,000 50,000 feet as much as any CXO would uh, have to think and that that was a big challenge for me because I was not used to be able to think from that dimension. And uh, it, it gave me an excellent opportunity to think from uh, such a high level uh, view, because as an organization, there are some challenges like to be able to uh, leverage the uh, workforce that we have to increase our revenues, which was the direct mandate that we have received from uh, probably the CFO of the organization at that point of time. And we had to come up with ways and means of how can we increase 
the billability of the uh, workforce that we have just so that we can make revenue better revenue so in that process i had to think like a cxo and at the same time um, they have given me an opportunity to come with my own unique ideas with which i can contribute so some of the ideas that i could bring up uh, uh, i thought were just pretty simple but they had some good impact on the organization one of it i can share with you which was basically at that point of time anybody can could go through any kind of trainings which were available in the organization and probably what used to happen was that after attending some of these trainings these guys used to just go out in the market and upsell themselves for two times three times their salaries and they could get better jobs because they were working with big organization like infosys and they were also um, getting trained in some of the finest technologies the latest ones so my recommendation was that uh, how could we let them go to learn and do anything without keeping their managers informed so we brought in a simple checklist as if the manager has to approve the training that one has to go through and that has helped us to get people to go through those trainings which are relevant for us to bring bring more billability and at the same time we could kind of address some part of the uh, bucket that is getting leaked in terms of the workforce mm-hmm. so that was a very interesting opportunity that i got so i worked there for some time and that, but because i had other dreams i i had to drop off from there i know you were very passionate about pursuing an hr degree from xlri take us through your journey at xlri yeah yeah so see um, to put it very simply uh, dilip uh, hr as a profession is not the most sought out profession uh, in the country or probably anywhere because of whatever reasons those who do not get uh, an admission say in finance or in uh, marketing uh, only them um, only they would basically look for something else and which was not the case with me uh, not that I, i i i was keen to do something else but um, i i somehow found that i can do a good job of helping organizations and individuals to be able to uh, kind of uh, play at a different level than their current capacity or at least the way they perceive themselves that's what i have always believed so when i when i approached this entire journey from that perspective i had my own share of disappointments and uh, laughter and uh, i i have been kind of mocked at with a seriousness with which i was approaching my career because everybody others every others thought that it was just a compromise that they had to make they did not get into an admission from say finance or a general management degree and they were getting into something else probably hr but um, the narratives changed uh, after they realized that there is a lot, there's a bigger opportunity for them to be also play a, play a different role and i see a lot of my seniors and a lot of uh, my uh, peer group uh, who currently when they are working they they know they appreciate the kind of work that they do and they also appreciate the kind of value that a function like ours bring to their business so that has changed quite a lot but um, i was not so bothered about all of the hiccups that came in the way because i was very clear and uh, i used to kind of put it to my advantage because i was i was someone who could see through uh, this much better than many of my peers if i can say so and of course there were very smart people it's not that they were not smart or they were and i was the most intelligent nothing of that sort it's just that i could see it differently than they were seeing and i i i kind of 
realized that uh, probably i should not expect everybody to be every everybody to be seeing uh, things the way i am seeing so i i've i've dropped it there but i still continue to pursue and even at my workplace um, i i i try to connect the dots at a much different level and um, in, as a part of that I, i i also continue to develop myself as a thorough business professional not just uh, someone who is speaking uh, in some kind of an isolated bubble um and i and i see that there's a great scope for me as a professional as a human resource professional to be able to impact the organization and that that's where i try to play that uh, game of uh, trying to leverage my um, thinking at the same time developing myself and uh, connecting the dots and just kind trying to be more strategic than just getting bogged down by the operational stuff explain to me about common myths or challenges that you face while unlocking human potential yeah yeah that's a very interesting question i like it so one of the uh, one of the things that i strongly feel about people is that um, each of us keep telling different stories to uh, to ourselves every now and then and uh, whether these stories are going to help us or not is something that i don't know but uh, what i know clearly is that these stories vary every moment even if we are approaching any particular goal we keep telling ourselves multiple stories at different points of time as we approach our own individual goals you can you can as well say that same thing to a team or an organization it's not going to be so different but what i what i uh, find interesting and challenging is that to be able to help someone reflect on this particular stories and see if that's going to help them in a consistent way or not so let me explain this so today i have a i have a specific goal as to uh, achieve a level of fluency in language french to at least a b1 or b2 this is a european uh, language framework that i'm referring to uh, when i start this journey to be able to develop my language fluency of a particular language why is it that i am doing this how is it that it's going to help me uh, whether i am really good enough to be able to do it or not and once i start approaching towards this goal how am i going to change whether i am going to like it whether i am not going to like it whether i want to talk about it whether i do not want to talk about it and whether i i i can continue the journey until the last last milestone that i have set myself so i'm just taking this as an example of a particular goal but the goals can be different for different people for different teams different organizations but what i find most challenging is that each of us continue to have different narratives and to bring out those narratives out in the open and discuss discuss those with uh, with others and uh, discuss uh, at least see them uh, in front of our eyes and uh, and 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 to be able to uh, use that experience of seeing those narratives help us propel further into the future so each of us um, will be different and each of us are different at different points of time i find this is the most difficult challenge that we uh, as humans will have because we are all uh, very intelligent and each of us will think we are the most intelligent in a peer group that we are living through uh at the same time each of us will have different challenges uh, some some of them bring out them open some of them do not share a lot of vulnerabilities that we all experience 
but i find that to be the most challenging aspect of us um, uh the leap to be able to bring out the human potential uh to the maximum because unless and until we accept those challenges unless and until we take these uh stories head on to be able to judge them or at least uh interpret them in a way that can help us to move forward towards our goals whatever the goals are i think this is the biggest challenge that i feel and uh there could be many other challenges but i think this is the most interesting challenge that i have found and uh, that's why i have taken this journey of um, a coach uh, just so that i can uh, i can help myself and also probably help few people as i live through my life take us through your journey of becoming a certified coach yeah so um, it's been there on my mind for a very long time dilip it's not it's not something that i have start, i've taken up just now uh, i think it's it's a lot of uh, intuition that i could just kind of listen to i could listen to myself and uh, probably there's a decent level of validation by a lot of people with whom i've experienced my life could be friends could be family members or could be my colleagues uh, friends of friends whosoever it is i can help others to be able to do better that's the simplest uh, kind of a mantra with which i have lived through all this while and i i i personally don't get compromised on anything unless and until something happens uh, which is uh, kind of uh, unimaginable for me because even if something happens i still feel there's a voice inside me which says that if you really want to do it we can do it if you don't want to do it you will drop it so with that with that i with that thinking and i think it's more about listening to my own inner voice and um, i was telling to this cousin of mine who is with whom we are living right now uh, uh, that the organization with whom that i am going through this coach training program right now is been there on my mind and um, i was surprised to see some of the notes that i have written like 4 5 years back probably 2016 uh, i i still have a note written with that i should get trained by this particular organization how did it happen i don't know i think it's it's just that uh that listening to our inner voice and genuinely listening to it not really not really because somebody else has done it and hence i am going for it or uh not because i am going to get something by doing it but genuinely i feel that uh if i do this i would be my best self and i can bring out the best in me in helping others to be their best versions that's truly what i have been always wanting to do but it has given me a shape and a kind of a language or a role that i can from a formal official point of view i can play just so that it caters to my inner uh, intuition that see i can i can be better version of mine every now and then and i can keep improving myself day after day just just it is the case with others as well and i strongly feel that ev- every one of us can continue to improve from wherever we are if we really want to improve in whatever domain that we are wanting to develop ourselves so that's where i have uh, taken this and this year i have i um, i'm very glad that i took this step uh, it's, it's a self funded initiative uh, everybody is asking me is it sponsored by your organization or are you uh, getting funds from someone how are you going to charge others what is your model of making money i don't know anything at this point of time because i really don't care 
if that's going to happen because I know every going to get into and if I can leave that conversation helping someone that yes I've spent this much time with Swaroop and he has helped me to be able to look things in a different way probably it can help me to move closer towards our own goal and uh, I think if I can do that with every uh, it, it every coachy that I'm going to be interacting with I I I just feel that 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 itself is a great achievement and the rest of the things will fall in place that's what i feel dilip i want to hear your thoughts on listening to your own inner voice and identifying your purpose in life also what are your thoughts on achieving clarity in life yeah i think uh, it's a very good question and um, i i have I, i haven't realized that it's it's a great power to have until a lot of people reach to me how can you be so clear you seem to be very focused and uh, just a couple of days back one of my colleague called me and said that uh, um, i appreciate you for for having taken this coach journey you seem to be very uh, uh, very razor sharp focused you're taking one year uh, on one particular aspect and you're working on it i i didn't realize that it's 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 so uh, it's not it's so difficult for others uh, one of the things that has helped me quite a bit is i think uh, learning from others uh learning from others mistakes and uh, and also trying to think not just at a surface level but just go deeper trying to go really um deeper in your own thoughts pro- thought process and a lot of things like <clears throat> writing down uh, and uh, one of the uh, various experiences that i've had was uh, uh, getting exposed to this topic of neuro linguistic programming so again all of these uh, dilip i think uh, every time i had kind of an intuition that hey something sounds just explore i just i just jumped in completely dropping rest of the things that point of time i was keen to do an mba but uh, i i just dropped it altogether and i was just learning neuro linguistic programming because it i it sounds fa- it sounded fascinating to me that each of us um, do not tap into our potential through our senses and senses are the uh, very powerful uh, source of information that we feed into our brain on a regular basis and uh, i think that has also helped me quite a lot to be able to be more uh, uh, listening to more of my senses in in whatever form because uh, so i i'll tell you one more example so i am just going through a program uh, from insiad business school as we speak and one of the professors uh, who is teaching us he is 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 talking about something like <clears throat> all of us human beings um, try to utilize more of our body above our neck and less of our body below our neck so it's basically what it says is that whether you're able to feel a lot of things inside your body uh, and most of the time we keep telling those narratives as the the same stories that i was referring to are they are all in our head how do we feel when we are telling those stories to ourselves or how do we feel within our body probably within our stomach just around the area of chest and there are i think quite a lot of ways to be able to start experiencing and uh, and our human body is a fascinating um, complex and super successful machine which is helping us and our 
species live through for so many millions of years and to be able to listen to that and just act on those intuitions and the intuitive experiences without really looking for what's going to what's in it for me how am i going to benefit out of this particular activity and i have had craziest experiences dilip uh, i just felt like um, at one point one of my friend was on the verge of um, dropping out education and uh, he lost his cousin and then uh, his parents were worried he was one of the best students in our batch and he got uh, interview calls from some of the most premier institutes like iit delhi iit bombay etc etc but he didn't feel like going to interviews then i just felt like no i i don't i shouldn't let this guy drop out from here and then i just went on along with him not even having a ticket which is booked for me uh, i just traveled along with him for a week in trains from hyderabad to delhi kanpur and other places i just stayed along with him tried to tell him that uh, dude uh, you need to just uh, Uh, focus on this for now because a lot of people try to get calls from these kind of uh, big institutes and iit delhi is one of the most famous in the world as well and you are not so keen about it so i just told him that see i i'll i'll travel along with you and i know you are you have a reason not to go go there you can't speak hindi but i can i i am not a i'm not a native hindi speaker but i can help you i can stay along with you and i and he finished his graduation from iit delhi and i got to know after that um, uh, after few years this was another example of just listening to our own intuitive call i think genuinely really uh, listening to that intuition and acting on it wholeheartedly and to be able to garner that support from your peers family members and just trying to stick on to that path not giving up and not doing it for any other benefit that you will get a name or you will get a popularity you will get some money nothing just out of pure experience of living through that thought and then take it on from there i think that has really really helped me quite a lot uh, i this is my experience i can't tell that this is a standard template that everybody can follow but i can tell you that from my experience it has helped me quite a lot and i don't know if there is any secret uh, mantra for any others to be able to do it what is it that they need to be able to do to get their inner calling there are quite a lot of books written about it there are so many courses and these days there are so many people speaking about it but if you are not doing it with real intention of um, experiencing that that side of yours and doing it for some other fancy benefits uh, i think it will not be sustainable that's what i feel and that's what i always uh, tell myself that am i am i in it for something that is purely genuinely interesting for me or i am doing it for some benefits that i am going to gain in the long term probably there will be benefits there will be benefits if you genuinely do it and progress uh, in that direction but not doing it for that benefit and constantly telling myself that no i am not really looking for this thing i'm just wanting to spend that time at this point of time and then take it on from there that's it this is this is my uh, uh, way of looking at it dilip i think it's it's truly uh, inspiring and uh, uh, truly uh, like uh, the way you look at things uh, so probably being curious and jumping on to whatever uh, like touches like makes you curious is what uh, you have made you here yeah a couple of things to add to that because um, it's easier said than done dilip uh, and at the same time i think there are a couple of things that we need to keep 
in mind one is uh, one is ensuring there is no noise in some form or the other which means that there could be some obligations there could be some expectations and uh, i have had my own share of kind of bumpy rides when i was approaching my life uh, which which could be from anyone it could be from yourself it could be from your own thinking it could be from your friends family members your partners whosoever it is and i think trying to raise beyond that noise and it it's it's again easier said than done because uh then until you gain that confidence for yourself that things are going to be okay you will not be able to raise beyond that noise you will be caught back and you will be pulled back into that well of day to day day to day affairs uh, in what is uh, called in buddhism called samsara so it's it, it you will you will be pulled back into it and how each one of us can raise above that is is an art and some science and some kind of a discipline some kind of a long term planning and also uh, trying to uh, i would say manipulative in a way that is ethical and that is right because you know that when you reach there things are going to be sorted but you can't let others take along with you at that point of time but you need to be able to do some kind of a magic in that moment and uh, if you don't if you can't do it it won't happen and second thing is you should not be stamping on others in any form or uh, in any manner what i mean by that is for your benefit of reaching something doing something getting some that getting getting that unique experience that you're looking for through your curiosity and your intuition you should not be doing any disservice to anyone so if you see one is the obligatory things which you need to manage and you need to be really really smart in managing that the other thing is you need to be extremely compassionate about others and not wanting to stamp and do disservice and injustice to anyone in that ma- in that in that entire experience that you are looking at if you want if you want to play a game with someone uh, and i have seen many people at different level playing game with others and what i have learned is that if you can play that game there are always people at a different level who can play that game better than you and if you don't play those games i think in some form you will be benefited out of just living through that uh, experience and uh, approaching things in a more curious and genuine manner and i know that you are a huge fan of this line so you are the easiest person to fool in the world so it's really difficult uh, to not fall into that trap and uh, how do you keep yourself from not falling into that trap of not fooling yourself yeah yeah that's a very very uh, relevant and uh, i agree to it all the time uh, and uh, i keep fooling myself every now and then it it's very difficult uh, dilip i don't see a magic formula and uh, the only way that i have been doing is i have a note written uh, just opposite to my table uh, where i sit and spend most of the time if i am inside my house um, and i keep seeing that regularly and i bring that into my conversations with everyone that i am interacting with probably that also helps me to be able to uh, live through not fooling because if i tell it to others and if i can't practice i i i will be raised a finger at and i i like that when i people when people highlight to me that hey you seem to be fooling and you are you are the one who is saying that we should not fool ourselves yes i i humbly accept that 
and at that point of time i said i say thanks to the other person and, um, uh, and that that's where i keep uh, keep going back to myself why am i doing it is it is it something that i am doing it for for kind of satisfying my ego or is it something that i'm doing it just to kind of show off is it something that i am genuinely wanting to uh, uh, tell myself that it's not going to work so i i have developed certain practices and routines over a period of time uh, dilip um, some of them are making a journal of my thoughts mm-hmm. and there's also something called a bug book which is uh, what is uh, kind of recommended by a person called jim collins i've experienced uh, and experimented quite a lot with varieties of things i i do a couple of uh, forms of meditation uh, i try to do it on a regular basis i keep uh, missing out but Uh, i keep coming back and that's what is the beauty what i have realized over a period of time is that all things of this sort will come with a lot of discomfort that we need to live through if it is meditation if it is running if it is exercising if it is writing if it is uh, uh, reading or anything uh, for that matter i i draw a lot of inspiration from value investors uh, and uh, people in investing world like warren buffett and others Uh, and also uh, language learning experts who who are called polyglots who learn multiple languages in their lifetime uh, all of these people um, live through extreme discomfort on a regular basis and what i have realized is that there is no magic behind comfort it's just the sheer ability to stay put and live through that discomfort and the more you live through such such discomforts and the more you incorporate them in our day to day life on a regular basis the better you will be equipped to live that discomfort that's what i have realized and what i have also learned some time back is that every day when we get up in the morning if you want to go for a run there's a slight feeling that oh no not this day maybe maybe tomorrow and what i have learned is that you will never be able to overcome that feeling and i have realized that even people who run in olympics will have such feeling but what they have learned to master is not getting over that feeling but to be able to live through that feeling on a day to day basis i think that was an eye opener for me at when i learned that and every day when i want to do something if there is a discomfort that is coming probably you I mean, if you don't know about this you will park on this aspect for some at some point of time in the future but what i have realized is that that future will never come and when we go to that future you will always feel like again there is a present and let's do it tomorrow there's another way to look at it is that to be able to live in that moment in a happy uh, happy and a peaceful uh, way is because you always look for something in the future when when you go there that future becomes present and there is other there is another future that you will be looking at so um, i think it's just all of these i would say uh, f- some of the routines and practices that i have developed myself and uh, probably uh, different orientations uh that kind of kind helps us to hack our thinking in some form and uh, again continue to surround ourselves with books people podcasts whatever you whatever you are fascinated about and try to move one inch at a time towards that journey that i think that's what has helped me quite a lot what do you think changed in you that can handle failures challenges better when compared to your past compared to my past um yeah see uh, it, it's as much as like any um, any anything that 
that's compounded your habits your learning your finances the more you experience the more stronger it will become so uh, i think to be able to learn to fail on a regular basis uh, is is very uh, important is what i have realized that learning could be anything so ray dalio puts it this way that pain plus reflection equals to progress so uh, while there is a pain due to failure there should always be some reflection that 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 helps along uh, to live through that pain and manage that failure and the next time when you are going to experience a similar situation it will always be with the learning not just with the thought that oh i failed in this if if i have to take my own journey of running uh, i've been uh, i've been running for the last so many years now and when i started i was uh, overwhelmed with the thought that how can people run at a stretch for a kilometer and i i and one of my friend used to run 10 kilometers every day and i was like mind boggled and i still can't run 10 kilometers every day but i can still run 10 kilometers at a stretch without uh, stopping and what i have realized is it's just over a period of time uh, if you keep doing it things will uh, be better so i took a challenge um, on one of the apps that i use for my running dilip and uh, what i have interestingly tracked the metrics of the challenge was uh, just by joining the challenge and actually uh, living to the occasion of running uh, it was a running challenge so there were about some uh, i think a couple of lakhs of respondents who have registered for the challenge the very first day i showed up for the challenge and i did my regular running of 5k i have done anything great and i haven't done anything bigger just by doing my regular uh, 5k which is my natural ability to be able to run you know um, the first uh, the first day rating of mine was about uh, about i was in the top 10 percentile so it's it's uh, you know i that particular challenge that i took i closely tracked and i have maintained a record of that particular challenge so i have some learnings from that challenge so the very attempt of showing up puts you in the top 10 percentile this is my first learning the second learning was i i didn't do anything different i just continued to do 5k every day during that entire challenge i think this challenge was about 12 days or 13 days i don't remember exactly but uh, i just stayed on my current ability of being able to run 5k and you know every day when i just did what i am capable of i have moved from uh the 10 percentile way up to the top 1 percentile i ended up being in the top 1 percentile of people who have registered for this challenge because 90% of the people don't even show up and rest of the 9% of the population don't show up on a consistent basis just doing what i am capable of and just doing it on a consistent basis put me in the top 1 percentile without any additional effort from my side probably if i had put in more effort i would have been in top 0.1 percentile so to be able to do it on a consistent basis can help us to live through that failures and uh, become stronger i think uh, i think life is like that that you shouldn't give up and you should live through those discomforts and to be able to uh, stay put and be consistent in whatever that we wish to accomplish and things will fall in place and i can tell you and i was talking to one of my peer coaches lately uh, that every time we set up a goal with a genuine interest to be able to achieve that goal no matter what 
could be delays in the timeline we will end up achieving those goals but whether you're really wanting to put that goal and keep it there and not drop it not give up and not kind of bogged down by whatever obligations whatever um, uh, kind of illusions that you get into then you will not be able to achieve and you will have those failures but you're not learning from those failures and not moving ahead that that's the way i see failures got it i think so a couple of interesting uh, uh, things that i would want to ask you from this is uh, the feedback or the reflection that you spoke about so how do you usually give feedback uh, to yourself or how do you reflect what are some things that you do uh, on a daily basis or a weekly basis or a monthly basis and how do you usually give uh, while doing it on on the on the purpose of others so i um, uh, to do it with others is simple i give feedback only if they ask or if i genuinely care about them uh, if i find that um, it's not going to work i i i wouldn't give that feedback so there is this concept of uh, uh, prisoner's dilemma and uh, uh all the microeconomics concepts which helps us to be able yeah. to trust people and not trust people so to me if the trust is broken once i would not get into that again no matter what i am going to give up how much worth it is it's fine for me because i know that it's not going to work if it is a multiplication once is once with a zero it's always a zero for me so to give feedback i don't give feedback to everyone nadeep i just give feedback to only those with whom i genuinely care could be my wife could be my mother could be my sister or whoever it is could be my family members could be my friends but for some people it doesn't work how much ever you genuinely care it doesn't work because i have realized that everybody will uh, be everybody will improve only when it matters to them and not not just because i care for them so there's a friend of mine who who just completed his engineering and it's probably been like 14 15 years that he has signed up for an engineering course which otherwise should take 3 4 years for anyone i've given him a lot of feedback it never worked because it's just that uh, he he didn't want to listen to me i genuinely cared for him but it doesn't matter and he knew what he wanted to do and uh, i've realized that i giving feedback is not going to help and i've stopped giving him feedback so that's the way i see feedback to others uh, if i want to give feedback to those whom i care and if i see that they are going to accept it i i kind of heavily load it with further qualitative further nuances just so that they get the benef- most benefit out of it because they are keen to learn from my feedback and at the same time i can see this huge scope to improve further and that's where i go full blown and share whatever i feel and i might sound stupid sometimes but i just share this is what i feel as an outsider and probably you can take it with a pinch of salt the way you want to use and work on it that's the way I, so that's that's a bit about okay. giving feedback and taking feedback for myself uh, i've I, i've been very very shy on taking feedback dilip and i never liked feedback in the past because i always saw okay. feedback as a negative thing and um, i still remember when i when i was studying i think 6th standard my mom once told me to go and approach my brother uh, uh telling me that uh, this is the first time you are going to appear 6th standard exams probably your brother can help you because he has done it and then i was like uh, he has done it 2 years back how is he going to help me now 
i don't want to take any feedback and help from him i was very very reluctant and i even to this date i haven't changed quite a lot but what i do is i listen to my own uh, uh, my own voice or i listen to my own uh, i or i observe my own life in a complete objective non judgmental manner and i've been using quite a lot of tools that helps me to be able to track my day to day activities a lot of checklists a lot of online offline uh, that i use to kind of non judgmentally observe myself how am i feeling what am i doing how is my energy levels what is the food that i am having what are the routines that i am having what are the activities that i am getting engaged into whether i am getting energized or deenergized from this so it's it's a it's a it's a quite a lot of uh, experimentation and uh, at some point of time there is this quantified self which is a big revolution and it is still on which is just being able to about minutely uh, calculate and tra- track all the metrics that are relevant for your individual life about yourself it could be your sleep it could be your uh, diet it could be your uh, day to day physical activities whatever it is so i've been a practitioner of that uh, in a very very random ad hoc manner but it has helped me quite a lot in spite of not being so disciplined with it i i feel like i should be doing much more of it on a regular basis but at the same time i have realized that i should not beat myself up so much on these aspects because as long as i am able to make meaning out of this observation that i am having out myself and uh, to be able to progress one step at a time i think it's good so there are quite a lot of uh, achievements and i've realized lately that i should be able to celebrate some of these achievements better rather than uh, getting bogged down by the failures that's the way i have kind of seen my own uh, journey and that's the way i see my own observation and about my life so uh, you're talking about uh, thinking and uh, uh, some routines or checklists or books so could you walk me or uh, could you tell our listeners about uh, some some influences in your life or some books uh, that have influenced you a lot uh, or tools that in, that you use on a daily basis to keep uh, tracking of all these or to make yourself think better yeah. uh, to become better yeah. person so um, one of the things that i have realized a couple of years back was that uh, all of us are into uh, education for so many years but we don't remember much of it we uh, we do not even have a record of quite a lot of um, learnings and uh, insights principles or fundamentals that we have learned which can be of immense help for us for the rest of our life and i have realized that this is a concept called commonplace book commonplace book is uh, quite popularized by a lot of people and uh, of late someone like ryan holiday is uh, someone who keeps writing about commonplace book and when i realized uh, that i had i i, I do not have a kind of um, repository of all the education insights knowledge experiences that i have gained and and i've looked up to uh, people like ryan holiday and quite a lot of others who talk about it so i've i've been a migrator to uh, online ways of uh, maintaining a commonplace book which is evernote for me evernote is where i have quite a lot of notes and i have been experimenting with it because things like to be able to make a journal and uh, go back to that when you want is fascinating to me and what i've realized is i could as well choose to write on a book 
probably I find that carrying books every time is so difficult and hence I have this Evernote which is a paid subscription that I have I have it on my laptop and I have it on my mobile and whenever I want to make a note of something I just open my Evernote and make maintain that so there's a risk of losing all of this if something like uh, Evernote wants to shut down but it's one of the longest uh, I mean it's one of the tools that's been uh, kind of available for the longest time now so i just am trusting on that for now but probably the uh, experience of going back to something like this commonplace book has helped me quite a lot on fine-tuning my life approaching things in a much more focused and organized manner and also have that little discipline which is something that i kind of uh, take very seriously for myself and it's like i am the master and i'm my own uh, kind of a student and um, these activities like maintaining a journal it, it doesn't matter it's an online thing or an offline thing whatever works for you I think that really uh, helped me quite a lot and probably it can help quite a lot of people and I, I have realized that listening to stories reading uh, reading books uh, that self-reflection and uh, kind of ruthlessly honest about one's own life is very important so Evernote is one and uh, there are many other quite influential books that I have read and a lot of people and you know one more thing that I have started doing um, at least now it's been five years probably is that I have uh, not just one email ID I have three email IDs and uh, uh, what I do with those three email IDs I have different levels of um, kind of sourcing content for myself to feed to my own curiosity and at the same time to be able to filter that and uh, just use the filtered one which has the highest signal to noise ratio probably uh, so there's an email that i check in on a regular basis which has very very limited subscriptions and not anything random but every email in that particular inbox is going to be of very high written on uh, uh, attention that I uh, kind of pay to so that's another way that I have tried to figure out what are those that are important for me so I am I, subscribed to a bunch of uh, newsletters which I really receive on a weekly or a monthly basis and I, uh, I and I read quite a lot of books or at least I try to read quite a lot of books than what I uh, currently read and yeah i think there are you know you know some of them like Furnam street is one of them and there are many many of them and i think yeah. each one is doing an extraordinary job of helping people to be uh, able to live their life in a better way Furnam street is one of probably uh, 100 120 sources that i follow and each one of them is like a jewel and i continue to find uh, more and more that are available it's not just uh, it's not just an end to it but it's just a journey and uh, what i think a lot of people say what are those important books that are important for you and there's one more practice that i've developed um, which is uh, a lot of us when we were into our teenage we used to listen to quite a lot of songs and we used to have our favorite playlist so today i have a favorite text list which is basically some of those texts when I read, I feel inspired, I feel insightful, I feel empowered. So I maintain some of these text lists, which I keep it in some place. I just go back to them once in a while. And there are some interesting uh, applications that can help you to do, uh, which kind of shares back with you on a daily basis some of the key highlights that you have done on your Kindle, for example. There are some uh, websites like that which can do that. 
so yeah all of this i think it's yeah. it's very interesting and i think with the use of technology uh, we can play around quite a lot and that's what i have been doing all this while so uh, what what is the book that you are currently uh, reading there are, yeah there are there are a what few of them the but i want to say that this one uh, by paddy upton uh, the name of the book is barefoot coach it's about how coaching and how indian cricket have lived mm-hmm. together under the times of uh, gary christian and paddy upton when they were the uh, coach and the coaching team for the indian cricket team which helped india to uh, raise to the level of getting rank 1 in test cricket and also uh, winning the world cup in 2011 the one day cricket world cup i think it's a fascinating book there's quite a lot of learnings and it's very uh, it's very much fun to be able to get into the sneak peek of the uh, players dressing room and what all has been happening what have, what it think through and there's some very very interesting stories that's one of the book that i am reading yeah i think i i, I want to just stay there because there are quite a lot of other books but yeah this one is very interesting for now so and also uh, it's it's very important uh, 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 lately i've realized is how you read the books is very important so how do you do it like uh, like how do you do that and then what do you prefer do you prefer kindle or do you prefer so uh, i prefer kindle for convenience so when i'm on the bed uh, next to my son uh, the lights are off i prefer kindle i also have a kind of uh, uh, light that i use to be able to just uh, put it on the book when i am reading when the lights are off in the room but i prefer kindle for convenience at the same time uh, i am extremely comfortable with um, the uh, paperback or the hard copy of it i wanted to develop a level of comfort with kindle as much as i am comfortable with books because with books we are just brought up that way and we are, we can able to we are able to scribble notes and kind of fold the papers mark things um if you really want to kind of take paper off from the book and keep it somewhere in your your favorite common place book something like that you can do all of that which is what we have always lived through our lives as children and as students but i am um, extremely comfortable now on both things the uh, only thing is when i am into one form of a uh, book or if it is a hard copy i the switching is very difficult because if i am using a hard copy to be able to switch to kindle dropping that book is very difficult same is the case of the other way around if i am holding a kindle and just moving from one page to another page highlighting and then moving from one book to another book it's very difficult to get back to a hard copy that that changed it for me and at the same time um, if you want me to uh, go through a little bit more on how i read uh, i read uh, as much as i can uh, if the if the author is able to catch yeah. my fancy and think and uh, let me think along with the author i i i i i've learned i think it's a learning uh, probably 5 5 6 years back that it's okay to drop a book and you don't have to complete and we are not here for any others we are just for ourselves we don't have to tell to the world what many books that you have read and i know there's a lot of uh, interesting competitions that go on on the internet world i have stayed away from all of this noise and i think it's a big noise that how many books have you read have you completed this book this is the latest book that is out in the market you should read this so i have really really stayed away from all of that and i am glad i could uh, move away from that peer pressure social pressure i don't have to tell anyone whether i have read the book or not i i can sound as if i have read the book but i would have just read 10 20% of the book uh, it doesn't matter because 
i feel uh, and i have learned it from lot of people who who talk about it that books are really uh, for they are they're like a good uh, manuals and guides for us to be able to live our life and today if you are going through a particular problem probably you are not the one who is just going through that there could have been many others who have gone through that problem in the past and they would have written it somewhere in some book and it's just helpful if you can go there spot it and read it and come back and i have done it quite a lot of times when i have when i was having a uh, problems with my career when i have Uh, had problems with my um, individual personal life i have gone to books and i have read them and it really helped me immensely to me books are like really really that meditative environment that can help me to be able to get myself calmed and uh, forget the world they're like a good escape from this entire problems that we go through as people so yeah that's how i see books and yeah i make a lot of notes when i am reading a book and uh, sometimes i don't make a single note but i would have read and absorbed it much faster than i would have read it uh, while writing and scribbling it down but it's just as per that particular moment it's like the butterfly effect of uh, um, uh, that particular thinking and and that particular moment how you're looking at and i keep moving from book to book and rarely that a book uh, catches my fancy so much that i can't move to another book and completes at one go it doesn't happen it happens very very rarely and when it happens they are like really those books that will uh, that you will remember for a long time but it doesn't matter i really don't care about all of this because uh, end of the day i see that these are extremely um, uh, lucky times for us to be able to do all of this of moving from one book to another book and one online podcast to another online podcast or one video uh, interview to another video interview it doesn't matter you don't have to tell to anyone it's just for yourself you can keep it to yourself probably but you may want to also sound to others that you are a wise person but uh, they are all just very uh, intermittent to me yeah so how, how are your reading habits like so how much time do you read in a day or uh, yeah so i i like to read all the time uh but uh, uh i have a day job and i have my own family life that i need to attend to uh, i don't i don't know if i i can tell you what is the time that i read but what i try to do is i try to be consistent on a daily basis even if it means reading a page or a, or a or a complete book so there was a time that i read um, like three books of steven pressfield at a go in one particular day but there could also be a time that i would not have read anything on that particular day due to whatever reasons i i don't think i can give it time but i'd like to spend at least an hour's time every day reading something uh, that's that's like bare minimum that i want to accomplish but uh, uh, probably if there is more time i'd like to spend uh, as much time and there are again um, i think more than just sticking to a book and reading it's important why you are reading and i constantly remind myself that this is why i'm reading this book and this is how i am going to use it and trying to again put that into practice unless and until you create those opportunities because of you it's not just enough for you to look for those opportunities because you won't get those many opportunities in your lifetime because all we 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 all have very short life we need to create those opportunities to be able to practice them what we are learning and i think that's more important because as charlie munger says you need to be learning machines it's not just important to be uh, obedient or uh, disciplined diligent or Uh, just be nice all of this is good but uh, if you're not learning and moving from one plateau to the next level then it's not going to help and as uh, warren buffett says it, it compounds over a period of time uh, that that's how i see
so probably uh, i would want to end uh, our conversation i think it's been very good so one one question so uh, give me your thoughts on uh, money and how uh, important uh, important it is uh, to you or uh, in your life yeah money is important uh, there's just no doubt without that you can't uh, feed yourself on a day to day basis uh, at the same time uh, madly chasing money um, i uh, i i think i have developed a lot of distaste towards doing that because i have seen quite a lot of people doing that and every now and then i i keep bumping into people okay you you change job what's you're getting what are you getting from salary point of view i've had kind of debates and i've had uh, i've fought with my dad's friends and quite a lot of family members and i i i i, I don't like that game because not many people ask you that question i think kunal shah in the interview he says that it's uh, it's important to be able to be jealous uh, jealousy about skills and how people are learning them learning rather than how much money they are making so money is important but beyond a point it can't motivate you because if you if you if you hate a job if you're going to be given say uh, 10x the money that you are getting paid will you be able to continue to do the job i really don't know and i have asked this question every time every now and if i'm going to get more money doing this particular thing that i am now hating at this point of time will i continue to the job most often um, uh, me uh, like 99.99% of the times the answer was no for myself so uh, money is important at the same okay. time what is important also is to be able to use that money to right use whether you are able to uh, use it for right reasons for your own um, personal well being family well being intellectual well being spiritual well being and i keep putting money back into myself and i i think i think warren buffett said by far the best investment that you can make is on yourself while people are figuring out where to put in their money and i keep putting myself um uh, when we keep putting the money uh, onto myself on a regular basis doing some courses helping myself to be able to develop and at the same time what's also important is to be able to have a comfortable uh, life and again what is comfortable what is necessary what is uh, uh, what is what what's your what are your needs what are your wants you need to be able to clearly dissect them and uh, just because somebody else is doing you need not do it if if uh, if my cousin is buying something i don't have to buy it if my brother is doing something i don't have to do it if my wife is wanting to invest in something i don't have to do it if i really care that this is what i feel i should be investing my time money and efforts i should not hesitate to do that yeah as i said there are quite a lot of uh, complications the way you want to live life with the money uh, because everybody can come back to you and say that why are you not doing this everybody can come back to me and ask why am i not buying a house and uh, i have my own calculation to it i don't have to tell to them i don't have to tell to everyone i can yeah. just um, just smile and say yeah probably i should buy a house i'll think about it and then move on from there i don't have to tell them and then they feel empowered that they have done something to me or they would uh, feel like oh this guy is someone uh, but i still said this guy is not good enough because of not having a house uh, but i know i i, I don't take it my equation my relationship is my okay and i know where to um my money to be wealth where where to be able to um, not spend my money to be able to uh, hold back my money not lose because rule number 1 is don't lose money 
that's 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 pretty simple and i i i think it it's it's extremely simple we just complicate it because of so much of subscriptions that we have uh, done to ourselves our fantasies our uh, people family members society i think we need to just keep it very very simple uh, what is your uh, what are your what are your needs today that's where you should put your money for today the rest of all should go for future and uh, each one of us are smart enough to be able to do that simple calculation but it's just that we don't want to do it because we we want to live to that subscriptions that we have done for ourselves <laughs> that's that's an interesting thought so thanks a lot for your i think it's it's been pretty insightful and uh, one of the longest conversations that i ever had so thanks a lot and uh, thank you thank you so much dilip it's been uh, very uh, helpful for me to be able to share what i know and uh, look forward to hearing to the rest of the podcast so that i can learn from uh, your and uh, your journey and all those who are going to create the impact as you called it thank you so much